Hey, what's up, guys? This is TJP, otherwise known as TJ Perkins, otherwise known as the Cruiser Great, otherwise known as the Phil and Flash, and you guys are listening to Get Your Podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Crystal, the queen of Philippine wrestling, and I'm here with Get Your Podcast. Hey, y'all. This is Zay Zang at Get Your Podcast. <laughs> you know, I guess that you would be the only one who would dare to come here. You've got courage. <clears throat> Yo, 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 the Get Your Podcast is in the building. You got your homie, Just. And on this episode, I had to bring my special friend, my homie from the Chicago area slash Elgin area, my dude, Mr. Matt Ritter. <clears throat> Sir, the yes. proper way to introduce me is the patron saint of podcasting, the warden, Matt Ritter. Yo, yo, I mean, listen, you always do your intro better, so I figure I should let you do the honors, you know what I'm saying? I, I can never do it justice. Saying, we, we got titles around here, Just. We got titles around here. <laughs> I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. So anyway, yo, man, so it, it's been a while since it's just you, been you and me. I, I, how's everything been going? Everything's been going good. Life's been good. Wrestling's been good. I got a... Uh... A few things in the works for uh, next month. Uh, yeah, your World. favorite That's month. Fun, your favorite so. month. Your favorite my month. Favorite month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did you my guys favorite this... month. Uh, what was that? Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say Halloween Havoc PLE coming up, baby. Yes. Yes. You know, the thing with the Halloween Havoc is that the um, the stage, the stage entrances are always like the best. You know, I, I last year's was pretty cool, but the one that they did with Shotzi, I think, was way better. You know, because they Shotzi used the and entire Dexter were great. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because they used like the entire stage, I thought was pretty dope. Um. Yeah, they had the spin the wheel, make the deal, yes. and Shotzi had different costume changes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, I know. I know. I know. I hope. I wish right they. Now. They, I wish they could do that some some somehow again on SmackDown, but but yo, did you the family decide what y'all gonna be for Halloween or? Uh, no, not yet. We have not. I actually I took my daughter for her first time to uh, Spirit Halloween the other day. Oh yeah, and we were kind of <laughs> looking at stuff, but uh, she was not a fan of all of the uh, displays. The and the, stuff, the sensor so. stuff, the stuff that you yeah. step on. Oh yeah. She was not having it. No, did the did your does your spirit Halloween have like a section where you go like walk through the room? Like oh, the there's one like up a little. Does not no. They don't? Okay, okay, because like I know they have like a. Oh display. yeah, wait, actually. Yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. So there's a display, and it's kind of like you can walk into the display, and it's got like a little curve, and there's stuff yeah. on both sides. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, dude, like spirit Halloween, like I like it, and then it's like it's turning into like a little like haunted house. Like every year with the whole new decorations that they got. Did you see the Ecto one? I don't know if you saw that. The Ecto one at Spirit? So like there's um I forgot what section it is. Like it's a decor section. 
don't know if they have it out yet, but on their website, they have, like, where it's, like, an inflatable Ecto-1 that you can, like, inflate Ooh. and, like, you can put in the outside of your house. I think there, there's some lights and stuff like that, too. Because um, I know they have a hearse, so I'm assuming they use the same, you know, same size for the Ecto-1. So that's pretty cool. Why are we talking about Ghostbusters and Halloween instead of talking about wrestling? I thought that's what the fuck we were. We were gonna go off in a tangent. We were gonna go off in a tangent, dude. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, but you know, we're here. We there's a lot of great shit that happened in this wrestling week. But I gotta ask, what kind of wrestling fan were you this week, this past week? Ah, you know. A lot of great shit did happen, and AEW kind of, uh, not going to lie, reinvigorated me. I was not, I feel like by NXT, I was feeling kind of like a lackluster fan. Like, mm. I was not feeling NXT at all this week, which is one of my favorite shows of the week, and I was just kind of out of it, really, until okay. some stuff happened on Dynamite, and then I was like, okay, I, I, I'm back into it, I'm feeling it again. Okay, but, okay. It's pretty interesting because NXT is usually like your go-to show, you know. Yeah, and I just this week did not do it for me. See, like, uh, I, I wonder if it's because it's pre-tape and have they haven't officially switched to black and gold. Was it pre-tape? I don't know if it's pre-tape. No, it is. So this week's pre-taped, and I think next week's pre-taped. I don't know that. I mean. Maybe it's because they are doing the transition that this is just kind of like a couple of transitional weeks, but like, I don't really feel like anything happened that I cared about. There weren't really outside of like a couple, like maybe one or two matches. There was nobody really wrestling that I gave a shit about. Like, I don't care about Von Wagner. I don't, you know, <laughs> I didn't, I don't want to see Jordan Devlin wrestle Braun Breaker. So like, I didn't okay, really okay. care about that. Dragon off coming out at the end was dope. That, that was but dope. That was like, the very yeah. end of the show, like, okay, we got Dragon off, cool, but like, I didn't want to see Devlin win. I mm. Tyler Bate hasn't really done it for me since he's been back. Like, in ring okay. wise, fantastic the character. So I was like, I don't like, yeah, they're gonna put on a good match, but like, I don't really care about this match. I if Dragon off had come out and that's where we were going, and he challenged, I would have been all on board. Like, give me Breaker versus Dragon off. I'm all instead for it. of Big Bad Booty right. Breaker, right. Right, instead of uh, J.D. McAdee's. Yeah, Devlin, Donahue. Right. You know what's funny? So the fan that I, the type of wrestling fan I was, was like a, a good wrestling fan. Because I thought there was a lot of good in everything. You know what I'm saying? The PWI came out. Uh, what's it called? You know, shout out to uh, Katie and, and Christian for their little interview that they had. Made me feel like a smarter wrestling fan, understanding how the the uh, the list goes. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like, there's just a lot of good wrestling in, in both Raw, NXT, and Dynamite. But I got I got to ask you one question. You were talking about the uh, the the JD Mickey D's and Tyler Bate match. Yeah. You know what's funny? When I was watching that match, I was like, you know, it'd be funny if the stipulation was who doesn't get canceled? Because weren't they all part of the outspoken movement <laughs> like I, a couple years I, ago? I, I don't think Tyler Bate was. I'm, I'm pretty sure Devlin was. I, okay. It wasn't every single person in, in the uh, UK? UK, but a, a lot. Yeah, a lot. A dude. lot of them were. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, man, I wonder, like, who who gets the uncanceled contract in a ladder match? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the other thing is, like, 
Warren Hayes has said this, like he's burnt out on ladder matches, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that might have been what kind of took the wind out of my sails is we kicked it off with stripping Solo Sokoa of his North American title uh-huh. and then saying we're going to have a North American title ladder match, which don't get me wrong. North American title ladder match is a staple of NXT. Yeah. But I feel like we've gotten so many fucking ladder matches lately and the participants so far really don't have me like, oh my God, I can't wait to see this. This is going to be fucking awesome. So yeah. like, we'll see how it goes. I was really like surprisingly once I just gave up and said there is no brand split, no matter what WWE says, it doesn't exist mm-hmm. and stop caring about keeping the line separate. Like, I was really down with the fact that Solo actually went and finally did get that North American title, and he was taking it to SmackDown and defending it, and he was coming back yeah. down. I'm like, all right, this is going to be cool and interesting. Like, where is this going to go? And then he right. had it for a week, right. and they're like, yeah, so, like, yeah, we, we sent a ref out there, and we rang a bell, and technically you won the match, but you weren't even supposed to be in the match, so you can't be champion. It's like, then why didn't you stop the match from, like, why didn't you right. do something commissioner sean michaels i have seen you come out in your little booty shorts and your tied up referee shirt and super kick motherfuckers in the face no right. problem like why didn't you come out and do something right and it, it's been so many days you know saying like why would it take yeah. a week for him to be like oh he's not supposed to be in there it's like no you could have just came up with that like after the match you know I really I think know. that's what took the wind out of my sails for NXT. Same because it was like it was like it was something interesting. It was like something interesting for NXT too, you know. So I, I'm with you with that. And then you know what also took me out too was Shawn Michaels acting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, and I know that sucks. It's like whoa, what's going on here? It's like, you know, it's like, it's so funny because it's like Shawn Michaels has been in front of the WWE camera for like his entire life. And all of a sudden he starts to like act, like try to act like an actor. It's like, dude, just be who you're supposed to be. Just be Shawn Michaels. Yeah, but I mean, you're a dad, you know, the older you get, the more like corny kind of old man tendencies you start to fall into. And then you get self-conscious when you've got to be cool or like if you're you know if you're still cool and you want to be perceived as cool so you you kind of play it up a little bit more because you don't want to seem lame because you're a dad in your 30s 40s in his case 50s 60s however old he is like he's playing it up because he's got these young kids and he doesn't want to he doesn't want to look lame on tv in front of them like right but i don't think even i don't think i don't think sean michaels could ever be like lame lame well, I don't know. Although the uh, although the cowboy hat didn't really mix with the colorful 2.0, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, other than let's say I hate it, I hated that. So that's kind of like a loser for me. Let's get into winners and losers of the week, right? And you mentioned okay. it. We both have a same. We both have the same similar loser. The whole uh, Solo Sokoa getting the title like stripped off of him. That whole idea, right? I, I do gotta say winners. I'll start off with the winners right now. Um, all the UK wrestlers, you know what I'm saying? They're getting their time to shine on this new NXT. You know, Mickey D's, mm-hmm. Taylor Bate, you know, dragging off his back. You know, um, we'll say it. We'll start off. Gallus Paige's is back. doing fucking APA bullshit. Right. Paige is back now. Paige is back. Well, I, 
she doesn't count as an NXT UK wrestler. No, I mean like she's a UK wrestler from the general, UK, but like, like UK in general, UK wrestlers okay, in general. You okay. know, yeah, yeah. I was like, you can't just be out here arbitrarily just putting Paige in NXT UK because she's British and was in NXT. That's not how that works, Justin. She didn't even come back for WWE. She came back to AEW, which is actually one of my winners uh, specifically is yep. Paige because I know there's there's going to be a lot of controversy and there's going to be a lot of talk because she has the injuries and this and that. And even in our group chat, you know, she also has some uh, addiction issues uh, that right, she was dealing right. with and going through. Right. And I, they've talked about it and they've said, like, you know, they were worried about Jeff Hardy going over there because it's a little more lax in their structure over there. Mm-hmm. There are rumors that some of the things that Paige liked to do, maybe the owner of the company does quite a bit of. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, for sure, being around someone that they call Koki Khan when you have a history with cocaine. Yeah, could be an issue. Um, I honestly. I don't know what's going on with me lately, but like, I just want everyone to enjoy it. Like we had edge come back, right? Yeah. We yeah. had Daniel Bryan come mm-hmm. back. We had sting come back, right. even though his old ass probably should chill the fuck out. Like, well, CM Punk wasn't injured. He just walked away. Cause he lost his smile. He <laughs> all that whole shit. But like, we've had these people who have had career-ending injuries. Stone Cold wrestled at... Yeah! Like, I feel like everyone fucking forgot that Stone Cold wrestled at WrestleMania this year with right, everything right. else that's gone on. Like, if that's still not the biggest thing of the year... Neither right, right. Right. No, you're right. You're All right. of these wrestlers who have had career-ending injuries, who have been able to come back and perform mm-hmm. on a semi-consistent to very consistent basis. So everyone's like, well is it because she's a woman that you're more worried oh that she's fragile God. and she's oh going to break? Like, God. I don't understand why it's okay for edge. It's okay for Daniel Bryan. It's okay for stone cold at his age mm-hmm. and sting, but everyone's all worried about Paige. Like, right. I'm just happy to see her back. And if we get her in a ring and I get to see her wrestle again, I'm going to be happy about that too. Like I'd rather enjoy the shit that's going on when I have the chance to enjoy it. Same. Then be like, Oh, well I'm worried about like what a, well, that's her fucking decision. It is right. her life. If this is what she wants, like I said the same thing about Daniel Bryan because people were worried about Daniel Bryan where they're like, well, you know what if something happened? I'm like, hey, listen, it's his life. It's his. Right. He's got a wife. He's got a family. It's his decision to do what he is doing, and that is his choice to make. This is Paige's choice to make. So if she's back in the ring, I can't wait to see what she can do in a ring and what she can offer, what she can bring to an AW women's division. Oh yeah, dude, this definitely is set the. Uh... AW women's division like up another level you know because this is somebody who's not green this is an actual superstar you know that can talk that can you know work in the ring and probably has a really versatile like style that can mesh with all of them so yeah I'm with you and uh I mean it's her body she already knows what to, she 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 herself knows if she could go or not you know so yeah definitely winner definitely winner um okay I don't know how she you knows feel her body. she knows <laughs> Well, come on now. Um, <laughs> what winner? Winner? Um, I gotta say, Dominic. I this is kind of weird, but I kind of feel he's showcasing a little bit more personality now that he's with Judgment Day and now that he's getting lip smacking from uh, Ray Ripley. You know, I I kind of see it more so than when he was with his dad. Oh, at, le- at least for this week. At least for this week. Listen, Dominic Mysterio with Ray was vanilla as 
fuck. It was yeah. boring. Yeah. All we wanted was for Dom to turn, Dom to turn. And now we've got him in the sex executioners, as I like to call them. One he time. said he's got a new mommy now in Rhea Ripley, and mommy knows best. Like, dude, I'm all for this. Yeah. You know, like, let's let's fucking go. Right. And go for him. Yeah, you know, exactly. get Get some of that Australian fetish out of your blood. <laughs> your sister did. Right, exactly. Exactly. So I really like it. I really like it. I mean, it was so crazy to see that, like, when he was he was on the promo on Monday, and he couldn't really speak because the crowd was just booing him. Like, that's good reaction, you know? That's heat, brother. Uh, I was going to say, uh, you know, definitely Dexter Loomis. Come on, man. You know, what What? What they're doing with him on Raw, you got to like. You know what I'm saying? The whack of Loomis. Everything that they have with with the Miz being, you know, PDS Dexter, you, you gotta love it. I, I still like the that, build. Yeah, <laughs> I I still like it. I I do. I, it's just like funny. Like, when are they gonna actually have a match? You know, that's the kind of the thing I'm just waiting for now. I'm not even worried about that. Like, <clears throat> this is one of those things where like the match will be fine, but I, it's more so the journey for me. Like you okay. said, we had. Dexter in Manor Marmiz drawing pictures of the family. We've had Dexter in his car kidnapping him. We've had, Mm -hmm. as you know, you sent out the Wackadexter thing on Twitter, which was fucking fantastic. But uh, cutting the hole underneath the ring and climbing up and then getting hit and falling down and then coming back and almost pulling Ciampa in. (laughs) Honestly, I'm more excited for Ciampa versus uh, like. Nothing against the Miz. The Miz is fantastic. He does a great job, but I am never excited to see a Miz match. Right. I never yeah, am. Right, like, right. Right. There's nothing about the Miz that's like I can't wait to see him wrestle. Like I can't wait mm-hmm. to listen to him talk. I can't wait to hear him cut promos. I can't wait right to here. see him get beat up. Right. But there's nothing where I'm like, oh my god, the Miz is going to put on a five star. Like I can't wait to see him get in the ring and do his moves like not really like he'll make dexter look great but it's not going to be a great back and forth like he he is what he is he and he's good at what he does but i'm much more interested in champa versus dexter than i am okay dexter got you got you got you um mgf is promo definitely a winner right comes out there cuts out you know interrupts wheeler you you know i'm saying it's so funny because right before MJF came out, you know, they were all behind Willer Yuta, right? As soon as MJF mm-hmm. comes out, they turn on him and they start cheering for oh, M- MJF. And it's so gold. Yeah. It's like anything he does, like, it's going to get it like a baby face reaction, even though he's a heel. And it's like anything that he does is like he has the crowd in the palm of a hand. It's pretty dope right now. I absolutely, I, I think you guys talked about it last week or on your last episode a little bit um, with the last promo that he cut mm-hmm. where, you, you know, we had we had the Stokely explanation of who Stokely Hathaway is yeah. and uh, why he's associated with MJF and what this whole group is and all that, which is uh, great because it's uh, it's faction on retainer. It's like when I need you, you're there mm-hmm. and otherwise you know, hang out with Stokely. He's going to try and help you guys achieve your dreams and get you what you want and all that. But uh, that man, especially you lose. Everyone knows I'm not a big elite fan. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a Kenny and the Young Bucks fucking kind of guy. Right, right, but, right, no, right. Like, 
arguably one of, or three of their biggest stars gone, suspended. Mm-hmm. CM Punk, another, despite what any of you people say about CM Punk, because like I'm not going to sit here and shit on CM Punk like everyone else does. I like CM Punk. I fucking mm-hmm. do. It is what it is. Like I honestly have no problems with any of the things that happened other than they got into a fight and got suspended. Like, let them fight. Like, I don't right. think any Kingston should have got suspended for punching Sammy in the mouth. And I don't think anyone should have got suspended from this. Like, sometimes you just got to fucking fight it out. And okay, it's done. It's over with. Like, this is professional wrestling. Right. There are people who have been murdered backstage, who have been <laughs> shanked, who have shat in people's bags. Bret Hart punched <laughs> the owner of the company in the face and ripped right. Shawn yeah. Michaels' hair out. Like, right whatever i know it's 2022 it's not 1990 whatever blah blah blah. like i get it but like uh, listen (laughs) you lose all of these guys right and you think okay so what are they going to do now well yeah they still have john moxley who Mm. is now their champ yes they have daniel bryan but they haven't really done much with daniel bryan to like put him in that top spot i've talked like keith lee's the top guy that isn't in a top guy spot like there's there's quite a few guys that they have. Malachi Black is now right. gone. Right. Uh, Asper's release. Right. Figure out what the fuck he wants to do. But then here comes MJF, and he is now, especially with Punk gone, your best promo, your most yeah. engaging and entertaining fucking person on the mic. Right. So you let him do what he does best, and it's gonna be gold. And you can't help but get behind the guy. You really can't. No, I mean, you can't. I mean, and everyone, I think it's, I don't know about you, but I think everyone, I think everyone, me included, was thinking that he was going to cash in that night, right? He was going to come in and like, whatever, at the end of that match, him with uh, John Moxley and Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, that he was going to come in. I mean, that's the kind of feeling I had because they had him on the screen like all the time, you know? Right. Here's the problem with that. AEW has a very bad uh, habit of not really fucking explaining how things work <laughs> because nobody knows right, if yeah. MJF can cash in this chip like it's money in the bank mm-hmm. or if he has to say, I, I want, I'm going to use this for a match at a certain date. Right. So you don't really know what the fuck's going on. You don't know how it works. And if I don't know how it works, I... How right. do you like? <laughs> I can't get excited for MJF running in and cashing in because I don't even know if he can fucking cash it in. And then if he doesn't cash it in, I'm disappointed. Then they're gonna be like, "Oh, well, that's not how it works." It's like, "Well, you didn't fucking tell me that's not how it worked." Right? You made me think it was gonna happen that way, and now it's not happening that way. So what the fuck do I do? Has anybody ever had you know um, the chip and then cash it in like money in the bank? <laughs> I don't think I don't think so. It's, right? It's, it's I don't think scheduled. so. It's, far as i know it's always been hey you know i'll right, see right, you right. at fucking full gear whatever yeah whatever match yeah. yeah so that's why i was thinking too that's why like i was kind of a little confused when i was just listening to everyone talking about it and saying like oh he might cash it in cash it in he's like i mean can he i don't know because like i like just like you i was confused on the rules and i was just thinking well maybe some of these people are smarter than me and they, they actually know that maybe i guess you can cash it in you know but they've never been clear on how that works. And I don't right. think anyone has just cashed it in after now 
having MJF cash it in and like exploit a loophole in the wording or something right, right, right would right. be fucking genius because he is that that heel like right. Edge was when he did it the first time right. and it was like oh we didn't know he could do that but you have to establish that exactly you know, like that it is it would be funny though no. like imagine him handing over that big like you know chip over to the ref <laughs> It actually makes more sense than the money in the bank to cash in really? a poker chip. Okay. Really, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, in the in the set when you think about it like that, yeah. But yeah, it's a fucking poker chip here. Yeah, but it, cash like, it yeah, in. Give me my shit. Like a, here's a big ass peppermint. Here you go. Okay. You know. Maybe Aubrey will lick it. <laughs> oh, she can lick something. Okay. Anyway, um. <laughs> <laughs> I just it, it cracks me up when I was talking about this in a group chat the other day. Like I don't get all the hate that Aubrey Edwards gets. Like I've no, seen I, no, people, no. oh, she's too animated, her she makes too many facials, she's too involved in the match. I have watched AEW. Aubrey Edwards has never taken me out of a match, right? Has never See. distracted me, has never made me miss anything, any of that shit. So I like I kind of want her to now. Like that's what I'm saying. Like have MJF run down, cash in the fucking giant peppermint, and then instead of like her taking it, ringing the bell, have her stop, have her look at the camera, get real close so you can't see anything else, and have her just take a giant lick of it and then hand it away and just like, see, I would like completely to... make the moment about her because that's what I... everyone says she does. She, yeah, but see, like, you know what's funny? Like, I was joking about it, but I, I really don't have a problem with Aubrey Edwards, too. And as, as far as I'm concerned, she's like the, the AEW ref. You know what I'm saying? You know how, like, mm -hmm. for a generation of time, Earl Hebner was the WWF ref? Yeah, she's Lady Hebner. Yeah, she's Lady Heather, basically. And to be honest, I don't mind. I mean, it's it's how can you stand out in AEW? Okay, you have this ref who has a little bit of personality. Fine, who cares? You know what I mean? Um, I mean, does she count one, two, three? Does she do what she's supposed to? Yeah. So I don't care. I mean, she's she do what she's supposed to. Um, but I have yeah, a I, for you. what's that? Well, actually, two questions. Go one ahead. has that on air sign always been there? Yeah. Well. It was like moved around a couple of times to be in focus, but it's always been there. Yeah. Okay. Also, uh, is that how you file your taxes? <laughs> like are those, is, is that yeah, just so like a section, citizenship back there? Yeah. Going? Section of it is part of it, but there's like, yeah, there's another computer set up on the, in the corner where we actually do uh, the main taxing, get down okay. to the brass tax. Like I kind of feel like you're coming to me from a Kinkos. Kinkos or Office right Depot. Now. Yeah, Office Depot too. Possibly. Staples, maybe Staples. Yeah, maybe maybe Staples. <laughs> what do you prefer, Kinkos, Staples, or Office Depot? I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna go with Office Depot. It's a little bit in between, you know. Kinkos, I think I don't know if they offered all that office stuff. I think it was mostly like, um, if you didn't have a printer, you come here, right? Honestly, I don't even know if Kinko's <laughs> are still fucking around. No, I, I don't think they're I, last, I don't think I, they're I was gonna say they're operating. The last anymore. time I've heard someone say Kinkos was right now, and before that was probably <laughs> ten years ago. Same, same, same. That's why I was like, that shows how our age right now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no shit. I shouldn't have done that. No, but to to go back what you're saying about the Aubrey Edwards thing, I would prefer her to do a slow lick. You know, so you can see all the movement that she's doing. Hey, yeah, just like that. Oh my god! Except gosh. you don't do video, so no one's gonna see that. 
No, these. None I told of you. you. The, the videos are for my own personal use. Yeah, I was just saying nobody's gonna see how long my tongue is or how I just did that. So now Justin and my <laughs> wife and roughly twenty five other women know, and that's about it. <laughs> Shout out to all them, you know. No, please don't. <laughs> oh my gosh, hell no. Um, okay, this is gonna be funny, right? I gotta say, one winner is uh, Logan Paul, right? And you know, I see, I see the hold on, hold on, hold on. I see the attraction. I know why to bring in viewers and numbers, but but taking at face value, winner of Logan Paul, the winner is Logan Paul, but also winner is Roman Reigns because he's just gonna whoop that ass. He's just gonna spear him. It's gonna be a five minute match, and that's it. And we move it on to the next uh, contender. I really hope so. I do not, do not, do not want this to be a competitive match. And here's Same. the deal. Same. I agree with you. I understand the appeal of having Logan Paul on the show. I understand the appeal of having him have a match. Mm-hmm. I understand that you signed this man to a contract, and you are paying him, and you have to use him. What I don't, what I will never be okay with, what I don't understand and what is not going to be cool with me is putting him in a fucking title match against Roman Reigns. Right. You could have done Bobby Lashley. You could have done Walter. Could have put him in a tag match. You could have given him like an outside celebrity feud with somebody on the roster, uh, someone new. I also don't understand booking this guy as a fucking babyface because there's nothing about him that is babyface. There's nothing. there is literally nothing about Logan Paul that is likable outside of people are like, oh well, he's really good in ring. There are a lot of guys that are really good in ring that I don't give a fuck about. Like you right. could be again. People talk about Chris Benoit. Oh, he's so great in the ring. He is, but also <laughs> fuck him for what he did. Like, uh, yeah, I, being we can talented in ring wrestler doesn't make you a good person. Like, get the fuck out of here. Right. Oh, and plus, like one film dead bodies, thing. one made dead bodies. It is what it is. <laughs> I did not say that on your show. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> no, but you're right though. You're right though. But like, it's like you know, I saw some people talk about like, well, his in ring work. It's like, get the fuck. His in ring work. He only had like, yeah, he had two matches. One was a tag, right, and then one was this match with the with right, and it's like, it, but it's not the same level as with Roman Reigns. It's not the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like you're judging him on his. He only had like two basic ass matches. They weren't even like high level, you know, contendership matches. Two matches and w- was in the ring with guys like Damian Priest, right, and The Miz, right, who have a history of making sure that these celebrity mm-hmm. guys, like, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying Bad Bunny isn't talented, and I'm not saying Bad Bunny didn't work his ass off, but being in that match with The Miz is a lot of what and that's what i'm saying the miz makes people look fantastic but the miz himself is kind of boring to watch right exactly but he's gonna make you look great he made logan paul look great he made he's made bad bunny look great like he's a great guy to have in these spots he's a fantastic utility player he doesn't need to make dexter loomis look great dexter loomis can make himself look great so i'm not excited about that feud but like so yeah when you're in the ring with somebody that's gonna do that for you fantastic but is is Roman Reigns going to go out of his way to put over Logan Paul and That's make Logan saying. Paul look yeah. fantastic? Right. 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 And then what could be said about Logan Paul? Like, what if something happens where he's just not on his game and everything he's doing doesn't make Roman Reigns look good? 
you know? Which I'm pretty sure Roman, Roman Reigns will make him look good. Him look good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> here's my thing, and here's what I worry about. So, like, the whole thing with the Pauls is, like, everyone knows, like, that fight with Mayweather was fucking yeah. rigged. He got knocked yeah. out, and Floyd yeah. picked him up and carried him. And so on. I don't want this to be the WWE thing where, like, they treat him like he is better than what he is I and know. that he can actually, like, Mayweather, like, Same. carry him, like, like I understand, it's it, it is fixed. It, they're they're fixed fights. Like there's a winner and there's an outcome, and we know who it is, and that that's how the match is played out. It's Corey. I get all that. I just don't want this to be a thing where like, you know how Kurt Angle said when he came into wrestling, he's like, "Well, I'm an Olympic gold medal, so I can never lose." Like yeah. I don't want that to be the thing with Logan Paul, where he's like, "Oh well, you know, I'm Logan Paul, and this is my reputation, so I can't really." lose any match like i don't think he's beating roman reigns but like no i don't want that to be the thing where like he's just going over and over and over and he's carried to shit right to go over because he's fucking logan paul and that's his gimmick like don't play into that no that's exactly Um, yeah i i agree with you on that do you have more winners or do you want mine go ahead go ahead go ahead okay we already talked about uh soraya soraya um page so that was one of mine uh, another one, the acclaimed. Um, don't yes. get me wrong. Uh, I was first off, say that too. Yep. Listen, Max Caster coming out and saying "swerve in a glory hole." <laughs> that was for me. Like he did that specifically for me. <laughs> However, the acclaimed are fucking over, and they decided mm-hmm. to capitalize on it. Like I feel bad for Swerve and Keith Lee, and I, I have a feeling, especially the way the match went, and some. Because it was, I'll be honest, it was not the greatest match. It it really wasn't. No, was especially the last like five and, minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it got kind of sloppy there, but I feel like Swerve and Keith Lee are going to kind of transition off into a feud because you even saw like Swerve getting on the acclaimed and Keith Mm -hmm. Lee trying to pull him back and Mm -hmm. Swerve's kind of going full heel and Keith's not really about it. Right. So that I'm cool with. I just I don't know where we go with these guys, because like I said, I see Keith Lee as a top star main event or singles guy. That's where I kind of like him to go. But we got to get him there. Um, Swerve also could be a top heel easily or at least like top TNT title heel, someone that could, mm-hmm. you know, give Warlow uh, the business, uh, right. for lack of better terms. <laughs> These are things I'd like to see, but um, it kind of sucks that their title reign was what it was, and they only faced who they faced. And, you know, we never got to see Swerve in Our Glory versus FTR. Right. Any, like, fantastic, amazing matches out of them. So um, not a whole lot of memorable shit. But acclaimed baby scissor me yeah, daddy scissor me ass daddy it. yeah and the yeah. funny thing is like what you're saying too is that i i mean of course i want just like you i want them to succeed in singles but i felt like they were building something as a tag you know and um even though yeah the acclaim should have got it um at all out but it's like what do you do with the keith lee and swerve after this you know, because it, it was kind of unique to see them, you know, bitch at each other during the match, but they're like still beating up somebody, you know, and that was a story yeah. is like these two, they don't get along, but somehow they still manage to win the match. To me, that was always a story. Damn good. Right. And it always was interesting, like to see like that dynamic in the match. Now you don't have that. Do you just go and have them go their separate ways? Like maybe have built a feud with the two of them. Because like I think that would that would do less, you know what I'm saying, than to not keep them together. Yeah. Right. And then on the acclaim side, like is Max Caster hurt or was that like a just 
a fake knee thing? I have no idea. Because there, I thought Nora, I, Anthony Bowens was the one that was in the wheelchair. So if they were playing up an injury, you'd think it would have been Bowens. Not right. Caster. Yeah. Right. Because like, uh, and if Caster did get hurt, like what bad fucking luck does AEW have with crowning I champions? Like, Jesus Christ. Because I thought that maybe Keith was too far for him to do the mic drop. And then he just kind of like called an audible, you know, but then like, towards the end of the mat, like towards the, after that, they tried to do that spot where like he throws and, you know, Keith Lee does that, like that, that, um, that push, like he mm-hmm. just did not land it correctly. So that kind of made me yeah. think that maybe there's something wrong with his knee for real. You know, that was the sloppy shit I was talking about where yeah. he was going for Keith Lee's pounce and pounce, it just kind of ended go. up like into a, Instead, he just kind of caught him and then German suplexed him because it it, it got sloppy and fucked right, up. Right, right. It didn't work, you know? No. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's how I was thinking, like, oh, maybe his knee. And then the way he was trying to get on the rope with, like, using one leg and his knee, trying to get up there, and it just did not look right. And, you know, uh, what is his name? Uh, Billy Gunn had to get involved, I guess, because maybe the knee was really bothering him. So it's weird though, because there's Possibly. no reports now saying anything about his knee. So who knows? Maybe it just got he tweaked. just tweaked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, shout out to them. They um, are winners. Scissor me ass, daddy. Let's see what I got here. Any other winners? Uh, Johnny Gargano. Hmm. Okay. Uh, he cost Theory's match with Kevin Owens, which. Gargano and KO together is going to be fucking fantastic. And he's touching the money in the bank. So the idea that he may challenge theory, because we saw it last or two years ago. Was it two years ago last year? Whenever Otis won the money in the bank briefcase and then ended up losing it. And yeah. So, yeah. so Gargano challenging Austin theory for his money in the bank briefcase because he hasn't cashed it in yet. Like that could be fucking fun and something great to get Johnny into. And the way they've mm-hmm. been utilizing him since he came back bravo so johnny's yeah. a johnny's a big winner for me i gotta say that too and like the crowd's behind him too you know what i'm saying oh yeah because that was i know that was kind of like you know people were thinking about like, oh is he gonna be good on the main roster and he's being successful so yeah definitely a winner um let's get into some losers unless you got winners still uh no i think i'm good uh losers uh my hero my personal hero <laughs> sethery fucking rollins because he let that bitch Matt Riddle goad him into a match <laughs> in the fight pit. Sir, oh you are gosh, better yeah. than this. You defeated him repeatedly. You have stomped him into the ground. You owe this man nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't care if he, like, just wrestle Bobby Lashley again. Like, do it again. Which, by the way, yeah. that match was a fucking banger. Yeah. That match might be my match of the week. That match killed No, it. that uh, match was great. All of the reversals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the reversals, the stop, the spear into the pedigree, the fucking, yeah, the stop reversal where Bobby just kind of planked and looked at him like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. You ain't right, like right, 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 right. But Seth, you're better than this. You should not have been goaded into this match. I did not want to see it. I want to see Riddle just fade off into obscurity. Maybe, you know, go find the 24-7 champion and bring that back or something. Do not go against this man in a fight pit. Don't do it. You're a terrible idea. Terrible. Right. And uh, Riddle was the last one to have a fight pit match, right? With um, 
Man, well, who's that guy with Tom? Uh, what's that guy's? Uh, he used to be with uh, Tommaso. Timothy Thatcher. There toothless, you go. Yes, toothless, yes, yes, yeah. Toothless Thatcher. <laughs> Crack teeth. Timothy. Yep. And mind you, again, back to what we were saying. Bad things only happen to people that team with Matt Riddle. Like there is a, is a curse. You guys don't listen to Mag and Rob podcast. There is a curse of Riddle. It is real. If you look it up. Everyone that Matt Riddle has teamed with in WWE, nothing good has come from it for any mm-hmm. of them. They're mm-hmm. all down bad. Every single one. Including Ray, who <laughs> fucked up this week. <laughs> oh, we're gonna say, yeah. So I mean that that's definitely a loser. Like, you know, that whole thing that you said. The fight bit though, that's kind of a winner, I gotta say. You know what I'm saying? It, it is a cool looking look. Um, I can't remember what what was the one that Owen you know Hart and Shane Rock did? Was that the 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 lions den match? The That's lions what I was gonna den. say. Fuck yes. the fight pick. Give me a lions yes. den match. The lions den, dude. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. They should do that. I understand why don't they just do that instead of doing the whole uh, fire pit thing? Fire pit. Oh, a fire pit. <laughs> <laughs> fight uh, pit. I don't know what. I don't know why they didn't go with the Lions Den match. I think they wanted it to be kind of like a combination of what UFC does with a little bit of WWE. So yeah, because there was a, I'm pretty sure there was like a dome in the the Lions Den, like it was completely. I don't remember if it was enclosed, but I know that it was small. Like the the actual... they had to set that bitch up in like a different part of the arena and like move people yeah. out of their seats to go watch it. Well, remember no, no, that remember shit? that yeah. was in the that was in the theater. Remember, like if you couldn't yeah. get the Madison Square Garden, you could watch it in the theater nearby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they had the they had the lines then in there, but yeah, like yep. you were saying, like it was like this weird dome. But I remember the the mat itself wasn't big; like it was like literally like yeah. only like six steps, you know. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I, I actually missed that. Back. Dude, I missed that feud. The old hard <laughs> catch Ken- rock man. There is a there is a, a sidebar. There is a um they had a match where they fought in the um Stu Hart's jun- dungeon. Have you ever seen that? Did they? Yeah, they had a match. I, forgot, I don't think I don't, I, have. I don't know if it was King of the Ring or Over the Edge or one of those. But they had a match with Old Hart versus uh Ken Shamrock in Stu Hart's ju- dungeon, dude. And like Dude, I don't know about you, but if you watch it, some of those hits look so real. Like, there's a part where, oh, like, he, I like, catches. they probably were. <laughs> like, he, like, whips him into the wall, and then he, like, lifts him up, like, into the ceiling. <laughs> I do not remember that. So, I, I'm doing my watch through a 97. You're a like, 97. Dude. We do WCW for return. Well, we yeah, do WCW yeah. for return to wrestling, but I've been doing WWF just for myself and trying to kind of get caught up to where I am. Um, and I literally just got past Royal Rumble '97 and like Sean losing a smile Ooh. and everything, so like I'm kind of catching up to where I was at. Ooh. Yeah, I, I just got through all that stuff, like the rise of Stone Cold. Like, there's so much going on late '96, early '97 WWF, but uh, so I haven't got there yet. You have a whole year, but to get also. There, yeah spooky season is taking over all of my free time mm. so I, I i may be on a wwf hiatus for a little bit we'll see okay but you, you i gotta ask though like what did you think of that royal rumble the san antonio 
HBK and Psycho Sid. Looking back at it now. Because as a kid, I was Um, like, whoa, this is awesome. But as an adult, I don't know. You know what's really fucking weird? You you know what's really fucking weird is I know that Stone Cold won three Royal Rumbles, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. And I know 97 was one of them. Yep. And I... And I was thinking about this going into the Royal Rumble where I'm like, I'm pretty sure the first one he won is 97, but he wrestles Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13. Mm -hmm. He doesn't wrestle Mm -hmm. for the title. Right. And for whatever reason, I never remember until I'm watching it. Yeah. How all of that played out. Like, I always forget, like, Stone Cold was kind of eliminated and came back in. Right. And then declared the winner. And then they took away his title shot. Like, I just I know those two things. I know Stone Cold won. And I know he wrestled Bret Hart and it wasn't for the title, but like what happened in between always kind of gets lost in my memory for some reason. No, I, I remember that too. Cause like, uh, I vaguely forgot like how that whole thing, uh, ended up. Cause remember then not only, you know, you, when you look at Royal Rumble, yeah, Shawn Michaels wins, but then when you look at WrestleMania, Undertaker's the one holding the title. So you're like, how the fuck did that happen? You know, I think mm-hmm. they were placing a fatal four way match. Is what ends up happening, and whoever wins that match then becomes like the. <laughs> it's funny because this is the same situation that AEW is in right now. So like, whoever wins that becomes the WWF champion, which I think Psycho Sid wins, and then they have another match to become the contender, which Undertaker wins, and then since Stone Cold and Bret Hart were in those matches, they still had a feud. So then they're just like, let's just put them in this match. You are. Correct. It, uh, I believe it is Psycho Sid, Undertaker, Bret Hart, and Stone Cold in the Fatal Four Way, and that's about right where I'm at. Okay, is that okay. first match? Okay. I don't think I've. I don't think I've seen Psycho Sid win the title back yet. So okay, that's about right where I'm at. So no, it's funny because like just today I was just like you. I was in a rabbit hole. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, yeah, and then uh. I was like wondering, like, okay, like I know that you know um, Undertaker wins the um, title in Survivor Series '91, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, then how? Did, why is there a vacant WWF title at Royal Rumble '92? And I was like, and then I realized they had a rematch at like to, uh, what was it a tech, Texas Tuesday or something like that? Yeah, Texas Tuesday. Right, and there was like some shenanigans going on where there was declared no winner between Hogan and uh, Undertaker. So then they had to do a tournament, which they just put the title in Royal Rumble. Man, fuck, fuck Hogan, you <laughs> bitch ass. <laughs> it's not gonna work for me, brother. No, brother, I got that uh, match clause in my contract, brother. Gonna have to vacate that title, brother. I gotta leave. Yeah, I gotta do. Uh, me clean. Gonna have Ric Flair come in and put the the chair down, brother. I gotta do a suburban commando. That's why I gotta leave. Okay, brother. Yeah, no shit. Great, <laughs> great fucking movie, Hawkeye. Fantastic actor. That or um, uh, Three Ninjas, uh, Shanghai Noon. Which one? There. Which one are we going with? <laughs> I they're both bad. Suburban commando. They're, they're both bad, ninjas. but yeah. 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 Okay, so like, yeah, totally. I mean. I, I agree with everything that you're saying. Okay, so do you have any uh, other losers? Daniel Bryan. Okay. Um, okay, because that's a loser get, for me too. I, I get 
why they went with John Moxley. I do. I, I understand why they thought John Moxley was the choice. However, Daniel Bryan has come out and said that like this AW contract is his last contract, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. He's already been a two time champion. Why not put the belt on Daniel Bryan? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it is what it is. Moxley's fantastic. He's the face of the company. He's the heart. He's all that stuff that he talked about with CM yeah. Punk. You know, the heart and the soul and all this. So in that aspect, I get it. And I'm not like terribly, terribly mad at it. It's just like you're not going to have a whole lot of chances to put the belt on Daniel Bryan. So why not do it here? And I I get MJF's going to cash in. And do you want MJF to cash in and beat Daniel Bryan? Or would it be Moxley? And there's a lot of factors there. And I understand it. I just I personally would like to see Daniel Bryan hold an AEW title Same. before this contract expires and everything. And the longer you wait, you don't know if it's actually going to happen or not. Like things come up, people get come in storyline. Like, we may never get it. So right. this felt like the chance also. So that, yeah, no, I'm with you. Cause like, honestly, like as much as like, you know, uh, seeing MJF and John Moxley would be nice, but seeing Daniel Bryan versus MJF would be also nice too. Just for the fact, like, okay. Cause his contract is like going to expire. It would be nice to see this. Cause you, you, who knows if you're ever going to see it again. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the way I thought about it. But the reason why he's my loser, though, Daniel Bryan, is because they had this. I thought the match was pretty dope. The match was pretty dope. I thought it asked her. Oh, it was great. It was great. OK. And the way Moxley was putting that chokehold at the end, it looked pretty tight. Right. But the part of him, the reason why he Brian is my loser is because right after that, they ring the bell and Rigo comes out. He comes straight up like as if nothing happened. Like, I would have just laid down for a couple minutes, have William Regal wake me up, you know, maybe John Moxley wake me up because they're both on the same team, but not just get up as if, like, nothing happened, you know? Chokehold tighter than a virgin's vagina. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. I don't know. What did you think? Do you think I'm overanalyzing or... Uh, probably a little bit like i i agree with you i get it but they only had so much time they wanted to do the blackpool combat club celebration i think i i don't remember if it was on tv or it was after but daniel bryan put the belt on moxley yeah all this stuff so like you got to factor in the fact that you know they want to give you the full match but also there's they've got to account for time on tv and Okay. You're going to miss a lot of that stuff. So it doesn't bother me. Uh, last loser, uh, and this is my biggest loser, Okay, is fucking Claudio. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't give a fuck, Justin. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about ROH TV deals or uh-huh. whether Jericho is a more appealing ROH champion to get it to. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. Jericho is a piece of shit who has been lying about his career for weeks now mm-hmm. about who he is and what he's done. Mm-hmm. I did not need to see him ever become ROH champion. Mm-hmm. He is not someone that should ever be associated with or part of ROH. ROH needs 1, to be its own yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. It should be Claudio. It should be Samoa Joe. It should be these Daniel guys. Brian, AJ Styles. does not yeah. fit 
the ROH mold in any way, shape, or form. I don't want him near that fucking shit. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. Fuck Chris Jericho. Fuck Hulk Hogan. Fuck Matt Riddle. Fuck Chris Jericho. Right. No, I was <laughs> before I doubt I was gonna just say I was gonna add on. That's also one of my losers too, Jericho winning the ROH champion. It's kinda like when um Jack Swagger won the ECW championship. <laughs> <laughs> It's like this guy should not have no association with ECW World Championship whatsoever. And it's the same exact thing with Chris Jericho. You know what I'm saying? It, it like makes no sense, too. It's like, what? You're going to have him like, you know, have him. I don't know. It's just like I, I just him having the title doesn't make no sense. That's all I got to say. And just also, like you, OK, yeah. so now he's an eight time world champion. First off, if he goes into the only Hall of Fame that really exists and matters in wrestling, which is the WWE Hall of Fame, which is bullshit anyway, mm-hmm. they're not going to acknowledge that he was AEW champion. They're not going to give a fuck about that. They, they don't do that shit. I mean, maybe under Triple H they will, but like, what accolade, like, really, what does this do for you in your career that you're now an eight time champion and you've held titles and held titles right. in WWF and AEW? been world champion in wwf and AEW because you were not world champion in wwe i don't even think he was the world champion in wcw that i remember no maybe well he was know. the remember that what's that called that dual champion that undisputed champion that was in wwf though he yeah, said yeah. i was champion in wcw you were not fucking world oh champion no yeah yeah, yeah yeah you he never yeah, won that shit that. yeah no he never won, you that won it shit. in uh, wwf you won a wcw championship in wwf and at that point it wasn't even wcw championship anymore that shouldn't even count as right a wcw championship right and right fucking inflating your numbers right um yeah so yeah jericho yeah no hell no that that's that's dumb and it makes no sense was too, he ever the, the icup for- champion <laughs> <laughs> what is that the the icup hungry man champion what is, what, the, what is that uh, over there the the, the castro oil uh chef boyardee uh, whatever swiss cheese is holding right now <laughs> but yeah that's pretty much it for like winners and losers unless uh we got anything else going on i think i'm good the the only news and rumors though I saw today was the whole CM Punk thing. Is that official? Is it, they're saying that he might be done? It, I don't. I, I unless I see an official word, I'm just thinking that he's he's just gonna be taking a break. I think it's speculation. I I'm not believing any of that. I do have uh, a couple things for news and rumors for you outside okay, of that though. But uh, well, no. Well, let's talk about so. Yeah. CM Punk hasn't come out and said anything. I'm pretty sure it's all just speculation. Um, mm-hmm. same. I gave my thoughts on CM Punk. Where are you at on CM Punk? See, okay, so I have a lot of respect for CM Punk. Obviously, my favorite version of him is like the voice of the voiceless. You know what I'm saying? To me, like his AEW run is kind of like you know, it. You have to look at it from. From a different perspective, like he came in as like the old guy admitting that he just wants to wrestle again. He's found the joy in wrestling, right? But he also admitted that he's also not the same person. He's not the same. He doesn't have the same athletic abilities that he once had. And he said that a couple of times on his promos. 
But I think what what sucks is that like some fans still want him to be that guy from WWE when he's telling you he's not, and this is not WWE, it's AEW. Mm-hmm. So for me, I have a lot of respect for him for for trying to reinvent himself, right? The other part, you know, I mean, you could just kind of know that's just how he is sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I I I got respect for him, even though I joke about him, but I got respect for him, you know. So here's my deal. A lot of what you said, I agree with, right? He's not, he's not the same person and everyone wants to compare. He's like, well, when CM Punk was in WWE, he said this and he did this. And this is, and like you said, he's come out and he said, I'm not that person anymore. I've grown, mm-hmm. I've changed. You yeah. know, I got older. I, yeah. I view things differently. I understand things differently now than that. That happens in life. We all go through that. Like you're not the same person in your thirties that you were in your twenties. You're not the same mm-hmm. person in your twenties that you were in your teens. You're not the same person in your forties that you were in your thirties. You've seen more of life. You've experienced more priorities change, values change, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think one of the biggest problems that AEW has uh, isn't actually an AEW problem. It is a fan perception problem because yes. right now CM Punk has been back for two years and everyone's like, oh, well, he said that he was going to come in and he wanted to work with young guys and he wanted to put over young guys and he wanted to do all this and that. And he didn't do that. And it's like, yeah. But that's only been two years. Like, right. he hasn't really had the fucking chance to do it. And also, he is still CM Punk. Do you really want CM Punk to come in and lose every fucking match to some new up and coming? Like, because that's how they view CM Punk putting over young guys is having matches and then losing and letting them win and that's not necessarily the only way to put someone over exactly it's not just getting in the ring and being acknowledged as worthy of wrestling someone like cm punk kind of puts you over mm-hmm. you know going the distance and not getting beat by cm punk in five to ten minutes puts you over right being showcased in a match with cm punk puts you over and he did a lot of that early on and again yeah it's the same thing like everyone you know, oh, proud and powerful was never tag team champions. Oh, these people, it's like, bro, it's been what five, three years, four years, five years. How, how, how long have they been around? Four years, three years? I think three years. Like, yeah, three years. Not ago. every yeah. fucking tag team can have held the champ. Like, what? There would be no like no point to being tag team champion if every yeah. great tag team that was in AEW has already held the titles. Like. You have to have title reigns, and title reigns have to last. Mm-hmm. You can't like have everyone just hold the title for a month so someone else can get it. Like we forget that this isn't WWE, and they haven't been established and around for as long. So like, oh yeah, th- these people know this never had. Like, yeah, but again, you can't do that. Like all of these teams, all of these people can't hold titles because then all of your title reigns are short, and none of them mean jack shit. And then it's right. always, well, his title reign was pointless. Oh, his title reign was stupid. Like. Because it didn't last long. Well, it's like, well, you guys wanted this. Like, you wanted all of these other people to hold titles. So now you're bitching about who was champion and how their title reign went because you wanted to see someone else's champion and you didn't think it was happening soon enough. And then you got it. And it's like, well, his title reign sucked. Well, that's on you. Right. It's not on AEW. That's on you because you're fucking fickle. You got what you wanted. And then once you got it, you didn't want it anymore. And then, oh, it wasn't good. Well, right. it wasn't good because of you. Exactly. No, I, 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 you're, you're a smart man. But what I'm saying, Thanks. what you were, <laughs> what you said earlier, how like, because I did see that on Twitter, like he was supposed to, you know, because somebody like, you know, copy pasted like what he said, how you want to put people over. But I'm like, didn't he do that in the two years that he was there? I mean, Darby Allen, he came and chose Darby Allen, you know, 
he had that thing with uh, Daniel Garcia, right? Powerhouse Hobbs. Mm -hmm. He even sold Hook's punch where he just laid in the mat for like all the way to the end of the show, right? Remember? Eddie He's the whole the... reason Hook even fucking exists. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, if right? he had never said send Hook, Hook wouldn't be shit. Right. Send Hook made a star who is now going to be on Rampage uh -huh. wrestling with uh, me and Bray Wyatt's love child, yep. Action Bronson. <laughs> uh, like, I'm not even a Hook fan, but I will give CM Punk credit where credit is due. Mm -hmm. One line from that man in AEW, send Hook. Right. Started a fucking revolution behind this guy exactly. that made him what the fuck he is now. Exactly. And it's like, like he's actually done what he said he was supposed to do in the two years, right? I mean, the, the match with Hangman Page, right? He, I mean, he definitely put him over, you know what I'm saying? All yeah. the other matches that he had, MJF. So it's like, you what else? You don't the, have to lose to put someone over. Yeah. You don't have to lose to put someone over. That's right, look not at, the um, definition of putting someone over. Look at your guy, Undertaker. Look at your guy, Undertaker, right? He yeah. had that match with Jeff Hardy, right? The ladder match, famous. right? That was his thing. Exactly, yeah. right? Jeff Hardy lose, but what did he come out of it? He was over, even though he lost. You know? Yep. It's the same thing. It's the same thing what CM Punk was doing. So. Worst thing Undertaker ever did, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> No, I don't know if it's the worst, man. The, the tattoo on the neck, uh, Sarah's name, is kind of it's kind of up there. I would tattoo Sarah's <laughs> name all over my fucking naked body before I ever put Jeff Hardy over and shit. Hell no, hell no. Uh, but yeah, I totally agree. If if he's done that, that kind of <laughs> if he's done that kind of sucks. You know what I'm saying? Because I kind of wanted to see where this was gonna go after the whole succumb scrumble whatever they want they call that media thing you know the media scrum i think come? it's called yeah come media come yeah come what was it i'm sorry i was breaking up what'd you say come scrum crumble okay there you go um yeah and so i kind of want to see what he was going to do after that you know so let's see hopefully it's just a break and he's going to come out and maybe him and mjf are going to have to renew that feud or whatever um but yeah, I mean, other than that, oh, you have you know, uh, funny, some we other. We were talking about Chris Jericho, and somehow we got back on fucking CM Punk somehow. <laughs> that whole thing was about Chris Jericho, I think. But no, I think uh, I think I'm good on winners and losers. Okay. Oh no, we're on news and rumors. We're on news why. and rumors. That's why. Uh, so yeah, other news what and rumors. Uh, yeah. War games, Survivor Series, yes. motherfucking war games, bro. Yes, yes, yes. Now, did they say? How many war game matches they're gonna have? I think they said two, right? Two. Definitely, definitely men, men's and women's, okay. which is what NXT used to do, right? Which is dope. I was the very first ever ago. I was there for it. I saw that shit, uh, and I'm stoked for it. So yeah, give me yeah. fucking war games, baby. I can't wait. And um, I forgot how many people. I forgot. It's been a while. I know it's been like a year, but like, well, they've done it a people, couple different ways. How many people are in the war games? Ten, right? No, uh, they've done it a or couple four. different ways. Normally, it's four v four, so it's eight people. But uh, they also did one where it was uh, three sets of tag teams. Yes, or yeah. maybe it was four, three or four sets of tag teams, and it wasn't two teams of four. It was like four teams of two or three teams of two or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So yeah, or maybe it was 
three teams of three, and it was nine. Because I think it was Roderick Strong in the AOP. Yeah. And then it was the Undisputed Era as right. a three-man group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it was three teams of three or some shit like that. Like, it was it was weird. So they've done it a different way. So I'm curious as to see how they're going to do it and how they're going to – because Triple H came out and said, War Games is going to be story-driven. Mm-hmm. Um, That's how we're going to get there, which is – what they did in NXT. Like, yes, we knew War Games was coming, but it never felt like, except maybe the last year, that we were doing a War Games match because it's War Games time. Yes. It always felt like they built to it, which is something we complain about a lot. So, yes, even though we know it's Survivor Series War Games and that we're having a War Games match because it's Survivor Series, make me feel like there's a reason to have War Games, not just because it is War Games. So, Like, I think the damage control and the team with Asuka and Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair, that might be one, right? Uh, Yeah. Uh, you still need four, a fourth for both teams. Oh, yeah, yeah, you need a fourth, yeah. Mm. So my guess would, depending on how they do it, because it's not going to be brand supremacy, this and that, I mean, you could always yeah. throw Liv on the good team and then whoever lives oh, feuding yeah, yeah, with yeah. on the bad girls team. Yeah, you could do true. that. Um, the rumors that Charlotte might come back, so they could throw Charlotte in there with Bailey and them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who would be on the women's side uh, for that, though. So, yeah, no, we'll have to see how this yeah, all plays out, that. but I'm very yeah. interested. Now, here. the man actually gets me into the second uh, news and rumor thing, which you, you alluded to earlier about yeah. going down a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think everyone's assuming that because it's four men in the bloodline, five, if you count Sami Zayn, shout out to the honorary use. Shout, uh, shout out, shout out. Yep. Let me, let me do my little Justin there. Shout out, shout out. Um, <laughs> I have tried my best not to get my hopes up for Bray Wyatt. I really have. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't, I, mm-hmm. I don't want to be excited and then have it not be Bray Wyatt. That's a hundred percent thing. But this week on raw, there was a QR code. And if you watch the QR code, it took you to a game of hangman that had a little, yeah. Uh, tick-tock clock in the bottom corner with a red circle around it. The mm-hmm. red circle has been something that has been on Bray Wyatt's Twitter, Wyndham Six, yeah. part of that. All of the stuff, and it's a game of Hangman, and if you watch the rabbit hop, he spells demon first, and it says, who killed the world? And then the answer is, I did, as it plays out, and all of these things. Follow me down the rabbit hole. All of this shit, obviously, you know, there was... Uh, Rambling Rabbit as part of Bray yeah. Wyatt's Funhouse. And yep. all of these people are drawing conclusions. So my thing is four man team. <clears throat> there are three people in WWE right now who just kind of came back out of nowhere and started causing havoc seemingly for no reason. One being Dexter Loomis, who has been uh-huh. going after the Miz. Okay. One being Karrion Cross, who is going after Drew McIntyre. And then one being Braun Strowman, who has just randomly decided he was going to fuck up the tag team division. Braun Strowman has ties to Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Loomis and Cross's characters fit the Bray Wyatt mold fairly well. Yeah. If it's not the bloodline, that could be a four-man team. Because like I said, yeah. there was also that hourglass in the corner in the red circle, which could... Again, all this going down the rabbit hole and connecting dots and crazy shit and blah blah blah. If we're gonna if we're gonna go there, if we're gonna do our fucking Charlie from uh 
it's always sunny conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah, board yeah, yeah. The, yeah. And draw, uh -huh, connect yeah, all the yeah, dots. Yeah, yeah. That would be a very interesting team of Braun Strowman, Dexter Loomis, Bray Wyatt, yeah, and Karrion Cross, and and Alexa figuring Bliss. out how to get there. <laughs> and Alexa Bliss, yes. Well, because uh, I mean, Alexa why is Lily could be a tag team? Like, why is Lily still there? That's the because that's the Lily's fucking awesome. And people need to stop shitting on Alexa Bliss for awesome ass character work. Oh no no no! Dark Alexa was fantastic. Lily is fantastic, and I'm tired of all these people being like, "She needs to get rid of Lily. She needs to." Fuck you! It's part of her history. Let her have yeah, fucking. No, Lily. I, I don't have a problem. Dark with Alexa it. was great. I, no, I don't have a problem. Fuck with you, it. Justin. I'm putting you on the list with Hogan and Riddle and Jericho. All right. No, I don't, I don't have a problem Lily with her slander. with the whole like I, I love Alexa Bliss. I love all the characters. I know you do. I know. Cage I know no, I know. But like the thing is, is like she has to be part of the group though if he comes back. No, she doesn't. No, she screwed Bray Wyatt out. She's the whole reason Bray Wyatt lost his last match. It wouldn't even make sense to bring her back in and make her part of the group well, after she, she fucked Bray at WrestleMania. Well, she came back the same time. Like she came back. Karen Cross came back. Braun came back. Dexter's there. There and she then now been we back for a while. Now we have no, this thing with Bray. Now we have this thing with Bray. I mean, that could be all Bray. group. That can be an all group no, right don't, there. Don't put her in the group because she screwed Bray, and Bray's got some unfinished business with her that he needs to handle. <laughs> well, I hope he finishes that business. Sir. I hope he does. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe maybe he does some supernatural shit and he lights Lily on fire and destroys Lily like in her hands. Like who knows? Right. It is funny yeah. though because like some people are like, <laughs> there's there's a small fraction of people on Twitter. They're like, oh my gosh, this is me. Hangman Page is coming to WWE. It's like no, th that's not the point of the. I think they were. I, I don't take that seriously at all. Like I would love to believe that uh, people aren't that stupid and that. Oh that come on now, it's the IWC now. Come on now. I would love to believe uh, my my going theory, just because, like I said, I don't want it to be Bray Wyatt uh, or I don't want to get my hopes up for Bray Wyatt right, right, right. is Allie bringing in the bunny. Oh. It's not happening. It's not true. I don't even know if she's still under contract AEW or not, but that's what I'm telling myself. Mm. So I don't get my hopes up for Bray Wyatt. No, I know what you mean. Like, it's one of those things, like you said, the um, always Sunday Philadelphia conspiracy theory. It's like it's just plain. It's like right there. You know, the whole world, you know, you see the whole world in your hands, the demon, the hourglass, it's all there. So it's like, if it's not him, this this whole thing kind of like, you know, fizzles out, if you ask me. Well, we might find out tomorrow on SmackDown because it also did have a date and a time, 923 at 923. Also, fuck all you East Coasters for just assuming that it's 923 EST. <laughs> like, why do you think you're special and everything is based like, I don't even know where they are tomorrow. Maybe they're in fucking. Uh, maybe they're on the West Coast, and maybe it's nine twenty three right. on the West yeah, Coast. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who fucking? Yeah. Why, why do you think you're special? Right. It's going to be your time zone. Right. Right. Maybe exactly. you should be central. We're central because we're the middle. Because we're the best. Right. Exactly. Come on now. <laughs> CST. 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 <laughs> yeah. We need to. You and I should go to a wrestling show together. And just start a CST. <laughs> just they're gonna just be like, "What? Well, what is that? Was it Central? Central Time? Central Time? Central Standard Time? <laughs> CST? CST? Well, when me and uh, me and everybody, when we went to uh, uh, ROH like a couple years back, right? This is like before Daniel Bryan and them were all signed. There's they put you in sections according to alphabet, right? So there's the A section, B section. Mm -hmm. 
there's this group of people that was in the C section, and they just wouldn't stop chanting that the entire time. CST? No, C section. Like C section. C section. Listen, if you are listening to this podcast and you are from the Midwest and you frequently go to the, I want this to be like the new United Midwest chant. Like when good things happen in uh-huh. the Midwest, in the central time zone, don't chant holy shit. Don't chant uh, fight forever. Just chant CST. Let everyone know that good things happen, happen at this time, at this in time. our time zone. <laughs> this is our shit. How, how great would that be if something crazy happens and all of a sudden you turn on like like a YouTube channel like Warrior Wrestling and you see CST CST you know mm-hmm. well we have to go we have to go to in order to like to start it up you know yeah make this a thing we'll bring yeah. CST sign I think there's a Warrior Wrestling the uh, show coming up we'll 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 we'll, we'll try to do that we'll try to do yeah, that we'll talk we'll talk yeah Chicago Heights is kind of a far drive though but I mean yeah. That's my old stomping grounds. I grew up around there. I That's right. A lot of time there. So That's right. That ain't nothing. But yeah. So yeah, that was my mom went to Marion High School. Really? Yep. Oh snap! All right, all right. Travis did too. Did he? Yes. Oh shit! Okay, okay. He played, he played for Marion Band in high school. Yo, yo! I did not know that guy was in band. Hmm. What? Saxophone. What? What? Get out of here. He's like that's yep. that Simpsons character. Yep. <laughs> Wait. I mean, he didn't he didn't have a Jerry curl. <laughs> I don't think his gums bled that I remember. Someone needs to draw like Travis onto that body, you know, and then him playing the saxophone with Lisa underneath the moonlight on that bridge or whatever. <sighs> Travis probably. I'm not me. endorsing that. Travis is probably going to kill me. Um, oh, probably not allowed back on Creation World ever. Ever. Uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, Them Dragons, though. I love that show. Oh, thank you. Yeah, bro. It's it's like it comes on like literally like 15 minutes after. And if there's a bunch of shit, because I never understand sometimes what's going on in, on that show. But you, Mara, Travis, break it down in ways it's... that I understand. It's actually an hour, hour and a half after because so Travis does dungeons. Okay. Yeah, so it comes on at eight central. Mm. I start watching it at nine, and then we go live sometime between like ten fifteen and see. That's the time I'm watching it so, is nine o'clock too. Yeah. So that's yeah, probably so right. it, it ends at about nine. Um, so we go out live about an hour and fifteen hour and a half after. Uh, the reason for that is because Travis actually plays Dungeons and Dragons, so he doesn't get done with his Dungeons and Dragons session. Yeah. until nine o'clock and then he can watch the show and then we can film it but uh i breaking news i guess uh i have officially earned my spot as a co-host on hashtag them dragons so yo, i will be on every episode going yo okay because yeah. i remember before it was uh you got uh you were talking about it might be a temporary thing yeah right. now it's an official yeah you're a targaryen all right Let's shout go. out to amani for uh forcing travis's hand and making me permanent because his girlfriend loves me and I'm the shit and she wants me on the show and that's how things work. <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out. Um, but yeah, let's get into the sweaty session. And now, sweaty session. Mm-hmm. 
So the sweaty session is an oldie but a goodie. We did this before. Wrestlers, if wrestlers had sex hotlines, I only have I. Well, I don't know if you saved my audio, but like I have one. I have one. I think you sent me two. Did I send you two? Okay, 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 okay. So yeah, I have one. If you if you want to go first, we can. All right, so I actually had two, and then I remembered that this isn't video, and one of them wasn't going to work at all because uh, one of them, okay. one of them was going to be Dexter Loomis's sex hotline, where it's just oh, Dexter Loomis and drawings. silently drawing pictures with the info of where to call him, mm-hmm. but not saying anything. And then I realized I can't fucking do that because it'll just be dead air and yeah, you yeah. laughing. So that that did not work. I was like, oh fuck, can't do that. Um. <clears throat> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, and I am the wise man and special counsel to the greatest faction of men in the world, the bloodline. Mm. So whether you want to get head at the table from the tribal chief, get double teamed by the ones, the undisputed tag team champions, the Usos, or maybe get a little one-on-one time with the street champ himself, Solo Sokoa. <laughs> text 069069. <laughs> or text acknowledge me to 069069 and get some special time with the bloodline. <laughs> uh, standard text and data rates may apply due to high call volume. You may be connected to the honorary use. We apologize. <laughs> You put that little uh, subtext in there. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Finger snaps, finger snaps. Okay, here we go. If you're looking for a different type of worship from the Judas variety, if you're looking to crack codes or possibly put in different positions like the wall, then call Y2J. Because with my standards and my wizardry, you'll never feel the same ever again. Um, I I don't know how neither of us thought of this because it is the most obvious thing. And shout out to Low, like there has to be one for one eight hundred War Daddy. Yes, how was that? Yes. Yeah. So, um, let's see. How would that go? Ladies, are you into powerbomb symphonies? Do you like well-manicured men with nice lips who don't wear shirts and dress pants? Would you like to get to know your TNT champion a little better on a more personal basis? Call 1-800-WAR-DADDY. That's 1-800-WAR-DADDY. Warlow will rock your world. Oh my god. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I gotta give you that. I gotta give it that was good coming up on the spot like that. I- I'm gonna say the one that I sent you an audio of. Um it's gonna be Daniel Bryan. Okay. If you're looking for a more natural way of getting aroused, if you're looking for a more textual way of grappling, someone to tap out and spank those cheeks, then you could call 1-800-DANIEL-BRYAN, where at the end of the night, all the way to the morning, you're going to be screaming, yes, yes, yes. You know what's 
fucking hilarious about this is <laughs> never once because like I'll turn on Comedy Central late at night, right? Mm-hmm. All of the like sex hotline shit, it's always women. Never <laughs> once is it a sex hotline for men. Yet for whatever reason, two dudes came on here and were like wrestlers sex hotline, and we do it for men. Like there's not <laughs> there wasn't a damage control one. There wasn't a Britt Baker DMD. There was nothing about like hot girls live tonight like there's no damage control no damage yeah exactly like it was like oh 1-800 war daddy uh chris jericho daniel bryan like well you know it's funny because we know that that's the easier route yeah right and you and you and me's humor is a little bit uh you know it's a little bit higher you know it's a little bit higher not too high but just a little bit but yeah, that's that's all I have. Unless you have some, I can't top the one eight hundred more. Dude. That was too damn good. God dang, that was good. No, I think that's all I got. Because like I said, I can't, I can't do the extra Loomis. Like I had paper and pen, I was gonna draw. You're gonna have to do that for your TikTok. Do that for your TikTok. Yeah, I'll have to do that for the TikTok. TikTok, TikTok. Especially uh, speaking of TikTok, that is the time that we have for this show. Matt, do you oh, want to plug? Go into a, I thought you were gonna go into a whole like carrying cross. No, I don't. Shar won't dress up as Scarlett Bordeaux right now. So, did you ask? Um, if you want to go ask, I can talk to the people real quick <laughs> and plug my stuff. You go, go ask because yeah. I'm now like I'm kind of curious what an Asian Targaryen would look like. <laughs> I would have to say that for the OnlyFans, I guess you know. Okay, but yeah, I mean, my homie, tell them where they can find you at. As always, you can find me at Matt Riddles at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-R on Twitter only. Also, Smack and Raw Pod on Twitter. Uh, Creation World is the better in which the Smack and Raw Podcast exists. You can find them on Twitter and Instagram at It's Creation World, I-T-S-C-R-E-A-T-I-A World. Also, CreationWorld.com, Facebook.com slash Creation World. We have a Facebook group. It's Facebook.com slash group slash Smack and Raw. Um, as I said, every Sunday, roughly an hour to 15, hour and a half after House of the Dragon goes off air. We have hashtag them dragons. You will find me there talking all things House of the Dragon with Travis and Mara and maybe John. Um, Smacking Raw live on Twitch and going yeah. to be back live on YouTube now uh, every Friday, roughly around 11 p.m. Central, midnight EST for all you people who think you're special. <laughs> um, and then uh, look for something very special coming from mm-hmm. us very soon uh next month a little side project that i'm working on uh that i think you guys will all enjoy for spooky season and uh yeah if you go to matt ritter the link trees are there it'll get you patreon everything that you could want from creation world from the smack and raw podcast and from me yeah 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 that's gonna be awesome all the new stuff that you got going on the special project that's coming out in october that would be dope you uh let's see chucky i think is one of the things that you're talking about the new season right sir i said i said stay tuned oh stay tuned okay all right sorry um nothing's been announced yet okay 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 something's coming but i know that that's something that we both like i know that's something we both listen listen triple h that like coming out here and being like (laughs) that'd be like bray wyatt posting cryptic shit and being like oh yeah bray wyatt so you're coming on uh 923 right it's like Bro, this was supposed to be chill. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, my bad, my bad. I just, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. Now I'm not doing Chucky because you said it. I'm scrapping that whole thing. I'm, I'll figure something else out. <laughs> Gone. 
Um, I was going to say, you can find me at Get Your Podcast on a Twitter, Get Your Podcast on Instagram. Guys, Matt, this was fun as usual. Absolutely. And uh, everybody else, good night. And uh, konnichiwa, bitches. Thank you.